You are listening to the Wealthy Mindset Podcast. My name is Corey Woods, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us today. Good morning, my friends. Good afternoon, my friends. Wherever you are and whatever time zone you are in, welcome to the podcast today. I felt very deeply in my bones that I wanted to talk to you about the emotion of despair, mainly because I have been feeling so much despair in the last couple weeks and learning to process it through. I'm kind of blaming the emotion of fear right now. (laughs) I know. You guys are like, what the hell is she talking about? Because I intentionally started processing fear about three weeks ago to be able to move some fear that I had, I'll call it residual fear, so to speak, through my body and out and be able to really let go of the emotion that it was and everything that fear was bringing into my life. And what came of it was despair. Like what was underneath it all was this emotion of despair. And as we talk about despair today, I first want to give you the definition of what it is. Not that we really need to understand definitions of emotions, but it helps the brain to process it and make sense of what is happening in your body. So the definition of despair is just a complete loss of hope. And for those who've experienced this emotion, understand exactly what that feels like. And each one of us is going to feel it differently. And perhaps we will feel it differently at different places in our body and different intensities. But the emotion itself, you have to remember calling it despair. You can call whatever energetic experience you're having in your body, you can call it whatever you want. But it is important to just give the emotion a name so that you have a reference point. It just helps your brain and it helps the whole process of processing emotions. So this whole podcast today isn't going to be doom and gloom, so don't worry. Stay with me. There is a message of hope. Emotions for me, I just like to refer to them as information. I like to think of sensations as information. So whatever emotion you're experiencing as you are listening to this podcast today, it is just information if you allow it to be that way. So that's not to say that I'm really good at (laughs) accessing information when I am really high in emotions. In fact, I love the saying, and I don't know who said it, so forgive me, already quoting people that I don't know where it came from, but essentially when you're high in emotion, you're low in logic. So it doesn't matter what emotion you feel, whether it's positive or negative, however you want to label them, you're still <laughs> you, you're still low in logic. It just it just kind of blocks you from making and I mean who needs logic anyways? We can laugh. I don't even know why I'm talking about logic, but I really just <laughs> resonate with that definition that when you're really high in emotion, you're low in logic. Take that and run that with in whatever direction you want. So getting back to the emotion of despair, my coach and friend and mentor just gave me a really powerful question that I was able to ask myself that catapulted me into creating this podcast today. So the question she asked me is, what does your heart want you to know about despair? And that question just melted me. It couldn't have come at a more perfect timing. And when I say that I have been processing and dealing with despair for the last couple of weeks, it has really been challenging. 
And I knew that it was there. And so I'm going to first, I want to tell you how despair felt in my body. So it's literally the definition, loss of hope. Yes, that was part of the way that I described it. But what came to mind is like I had this gaping hole inside my heart and at the top of my stomach and they were connected. It was like almost like this energetic piece in my body. They were very, very much connected to and my body had a tight, tight grip on this emotion. Like it did not want to let it go. And I mean, I tried everything and yes, I highly recommend you do whatever it takes, right? There's a million different modalities to help you process emotions. But some of my favorite was I used breath work, journal writing, I prayed, I meditated, I went on walk, I I grounded, I went on walking meditations, I listened to podcasts and books, anything to take my mind off of what my body was experiencing. And I even tried medications, essential oils. I used all the tools, but really what the emotion was telling me this entire time I was trying to get rid of it, like it's here to stay and you've got to process it out of your body. Like it was that intense and the message was that strong. And that didn't mean it was e- it made it any easier. It didn't mean that I was less resistant to experiencing the emotions. I mean, I tell my clients all the time, like what would it be like to just have despair and just be with it and exist with it? And I say that in such a positive voice now, but the actual experience of being with an emotion that is uncomfortable is not very fun and sometimes feels very counterproductive. And surprisingly, during this period of time where I was feeling this emotion very tense for many days in a row, my brain was actually trying to work for me. (laughs) You guys, this never happens. I mean, that didn't... I shouldn't say that was 100% of the time, but my brain's like, this can't be real. You can't be doing this. Like, this isn't who you are. Why are you believing this stuff, right? All of this despair was that was happening inside of my body, like I could tell that it was like a purging experience. It felt very refining. And the only reason I was able to connect the dots in that way is because I spend a lot of time with my emotions and I'm not afraid to feel them. And I understand that my brain can be a big fat liar sometimes, and I understand that my body has different answers than my brain. So I am very in tune with my body and my brain. And during this time, I feel like I lost so much intuition and attunement into my body because it was just so hard and it was so challenging. And that's why it was very surprising that my brain really tried to help me feel better and my body would not allow it. My body kept telling me, you've got to process this through. And boy, coming out on the other side of it where I feel like this experience of processing despair in the way that I did, like I've come out on the other end and my body it just feels so much gratitude. Like, thank you for not resisting it. Thank you for sitting with it. Thank you for doing all of the things, right? I even tried to dance and I took naps and I took supplements to help me process this through. Okay, so this is a lot of information about what I was experiencing about despair. But when you've experienced it in your body, do you know how it feels? Do you know how to describe it? Do you know what thoughts created in the first time? Are you aware? Oh my gosh, these are so many questions. Let me slow down for a second. Because I want to make sure that you understand something just about emotions in general. 
Okay, so you have thoughts that create them. You have thoughts about the emotions. And sometimes you just have emotions that are existing inside of your body that just have nowhere to go but chill, right? Your body keeps a score. I'm not sure if you guys have read that book and I don't (laughs) remember who the author is, (laughs) that your body keeps a score. Look that up. If you haven't read that book, it's a phenomenal book um, that explains how emotions essentially get stored in your body and your body remembers the trauma, right? Your brain tends to forget it or maybe not all of it, but anyways, your body keeps a score. So going back to the emotions, we have um, this just built-in system being a human of different ways to deal with emotions and how they get stored and yada, yada, yada. But I want to ask you, what kind of judgments do you place on the emotions that you have? This is a really... I want to say this would be, this can be a freeing question for you if you allow it. And what I mean by that is when I was feeling despair, I didn't want to. It was too much at times. And I, when that, I feel the same way about fear, right? Like this shouldn't be happening to me. That's what I would call a judgment. I remember when I did this practice with the emotion of sadness. And sadness, the judgment that I had on sadness was if you felt if you felt the emotion of sadness, it meant that you were weak or that you weren't powerful or I don't know. It had this whole list of like, I wasn't allowed to be sad about certain things because that meant something about me. And each one of us has judgments on emotions that we have, which actually prevents us from allowing our body to do its job and process them through. And my the main judgment that I was experiencing it, like there has to be another way. This is too hard. Those are all judgments. This is frustrating. I don't want to keep doing this. These are all the, uh, what's the word? Gosh, it's slipping my mind. We'll just stay with judgments. But these are the kind of judgments that our brains offer when we feel an emotion. And it's interesting that when you are aware of your own judgments against an emotion, it doesn't always make it easier to process through, but that's the invitation that I have for you today, that whatever emotion that you're experiencing, if you allow the emotion to be the information for you and you allow yourself to get to know and understand why the emotion's there and to not have judgment on it, the easier it will be for you to process the emotion through. Because just like they say, what you resist persists. The more that you keep the emotions from leaving your body or you resist them or you put them on a shelf or you ignore them, the more that they come back and sometimes they come back with vengeance. Now, I didn't really get to ask these questions or get this type of information when I was processing the emotion of despair, but what I did understand was that it was there for a reason and I was being healed. And even though it was uncomfortable, my only job was just to let it pass through. And it was a crap storm of an experience. Let me just tell you, I felt like I was tried in ways emotionally and mentally that I didn't know like even was possible for me. Like here I am, it was very humbling, so to speak, to be able to be offered these lessons. So Going back to the question that my mentor offered me was what has 
What does my heart want me to know about the emotion of despair? So I just want you to tell like now that I'm on the other side and I was able to ask myself that question, what does my heart want me to know? It wants me to know that I'm okay and that all of this is for a reason. My heart wants me to know that despair, like it's done. It is finished. That's what my heart told me. Like I no longer needed to pass through this experience anymore intentionally. And that felt really powerful and freeing because when I was experiencing, again, the emotion for an extended amount of time, which I had a lot of judgment on, by the way, the timing of it all, um, I just remember thinking like, when is this going to be done? Like, I just want to be done. I just want to move on. And my heart told me today it is finished. And it reminded me of my Savior, Jesus Christ. It reminded me about when he was called to suffer and he died on the cross and he experienced what he did, that even he himself, like, it was done. Like, when he finished his preparations unto the children of men, he experienced that same relief. And a lot of times I forget that when we are called to suffer or suffer through things, it's not a punishment. And I have to remind myself that sometimes it's not a punishment, but it's an opportunity to let things go and to give things to our Savior, who is the master healer himself. You see, all of us, I believe all of us have the tools to heal ourselves within and our Savior is the master healer by which all things are made possible, easier, and simpler. And I knew that philosophy, and, and it's not even a philosophy for me. It's it's more of my truth where he has taken upon all of this, and I was given an opportunity just to keep giving him what he's already taken and made his. And that means like this, this pain and this suffering that I was experiencing – through this challenge, but um, my heart was just so, my heart wanted to remind me that like the wound was so deep, it just needed time to heal. And it's time to be around people who love me. It's time to create um, friendships that are in proximity with each other. (laughs) So you guys, I have so many best friends and none of them live around me. I mean, my support system lives in 50 other states, literally. Like I have the best support system. And other than my husband, there is not anyone here where I live that's in the proximity of the kind of support that I believe that I need at this stage of my life. And I have family here and my family is actually a great blessing to have. So I can count them as a support to my kids. And I have um, a few aunts and uncles and a brother. It's a that's, I already know that I have that. And I just want to be careful when I say like the kind of support that I need is outside of that in my business growth, in my parenting, in my relationship with my marriage, in my relationship with God, I'm just not afraid to ask for help. And I'm not afraid to invest in getting the support that I need so that I can show up and do the work that I feel called to do. Um, One thing that I want to come back to what my heart wanted me to know about despair, that it was really hard to let go of. It was really, really hard to let go of. And I needed a lot of help to be able to do that. So I had a few people that I could talk 
that I could turn to, that I was able to talk my feelings out and really help me connect to like what was happening on a subconscious level, what was happening on a spiritual level, just to be able to make sense of it. And despair gave me permission to get the help that I need, no regrets, no questions asked. And that was a really, I don't know, I'm going to call it a beautiful and a powerful place to be because I don't think that we as humans allow ourselves to get the support that we need whatever that looks like for you. Honestly, whatever that looks like for you. I always want to remind you that your wants and your desires are uniquely yours. So the way that you want support is uniquely yours and it belongs to you. And are you willing to honor that? Are you willing, just like we talked about in the previous episode a couple weeks ago about getting the support that you need? Despair reminded me that I can get whatever support I need and it's available to me. And I needed to hear that. Um, it was running so deep. What my heart wanted to remind me of that, that all the despair that I was carrying, not all of it was mine. Some of it was generational. Some of it belonged to other people, but that I really could let it go. It was so strange. Um, despair, my heart wanted to remind me that I am no longer the person that I thought I was. Like it's, it was safe to let her go. Um, and what I mean by that, I mean, without getting into too many details, but just all the the stories that were keeping me from progressing, that were keeping me from trusting myself, that were keeping me from growing closer to my Heavenly Father. That's what I mean. Like that old self, the one that is full of doubt and fear and frustration and irritability, it was time to let her go and that I was ready to. I have spent the last two years doing such a deep dive into letting go of anything and everything, all things that just do not serve me. I I don't know if it was because I turned 40. I hear weird things happen to people that turn 40. (laughs) For sure, for me too. Okay, I don't even know what that means. I'll give you some hindsight in a few years from now when I'm 45. We'll come back to what it was like being 40. But I was just ready to let things go. And I felt grateful that I could feel that truth permeate my entire body. You guys, when you have a truth and you are resonating on a cellular level and you feel that truth in your body, and I want to encourage you to memorize that emotional experience when you are connected to your truth. And I'm telling you right now, you need your body to do that. You cannot use your brain to convince you about who you are what you're supposed to be doing, all the things without getting your body on board and your spirit. You are a, There are moving parts to who you are and it's learning to connect all three. That's, that's where true freedom is, honestly, is when you can connect to your truth and it exists inside your body and there's no questions asked. It's just a really beautiful place to be. So despair just taught me, again, just a few things, and, and I wanted to share it with you and just share with you a little bit about this emotion because if it's something that you've experienced or you're experiencing now, I want to remind you that you're not alone and that you never were alone. That we as a human collective are all going through these really big experiences and we are shifting. You are shifting. And when you allow yourself to be with an emotion, there's always going to be information that it can give you while it's existing in your body. It will teach you things. 
There's no reason to judge whatever emotion you're experiencing in your body. There's no reason to place judgment on it. You can just, what would that be like to learn to love yourself through whatever emotional experience that you're having? And that's not to say that it isn't hard to do or that you're going to perhaps feel like you're moving backwards. You're like, I, sometimes we use emotional awareness against ourselves. Like I should know how to do this or I've been given all the tools. I mean, I did that to myself. I pulled and busted out every tool that I ever had, ever tried and other tools that I was willing to try to really get this, this feeling out of my body. And like, I even laugh. So I don't drink alcohol, but the thought literally crossed my mind. I'm like, this is why people drink. They just don't want to feel. <laughs> and that's not a judgment, you guys, on any of you, if any of you drink alcohol. But I just want to remind you that our brains can do some really funny things. And that the, some of the thoughts that my brain offered me, as helpful as it tried to be, some of the thoughts were just so ridiculous and funny and very also hard to hear. With that being said, that is what I have for you today about despair. If you have any questions, you can email me at Corey at CoreyWoodsCoaching.com. I would love to hear your experiences from this emotion. Like, what is this emotion teaching you? What has it taught you? What judgments do you place on it? I'm growing in my knowledge and awareness around this, and I would love to hear any of your stories. Thank you for joining me today. Hope you have a great and fabulous week. Bye for now. Again, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. It is so much fun talking about wealth creation. Now, if you are a spiritually based entrepreneur, that can mean a million different things. A life coach, if you consider yourself an intuitive or a healer, you, my friends, are in the right place. If you're ready to grow your business and start making at least $5,000 a month or more, I am your gal. I offer one-on-one -on -one private coaching. And if you're interested in setting up a free consultation, please email me at Corey at CoreyWoodsCoaching.com. I cannot wait to hear from you. Have a great day.